At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is happening, everybody? I'm Larry Roberts. And I'm Sarah Losey. And this is Branded, your comprehensive guide to creative branding. And on this episode of the podcast, we're going to be taking a little deeper look at, well, Sarah had an experience recently, and we were discussing it, just, you know, just having a conversation between the two of us. And I went, you know what? This is something that I believe most people that put themselves in a public facing position have to deal with. So, Sarah, I'm going to let you lay the foundation here and just kind of give us a little backstory on how this conversation started and why we thought, you know what, why not have this conversation on Brandon? I just got back from New Orleans for the second time in two months, and it was for the um, AFCPE Symposium. It's the Association for Financial Counselor and Planner Education. Um, I am an accredited financial counselor, so I've been involved with the organization. But I went there as a speaker, and I had kind of two presentations one that was very casual kind of Q&A session and one that was my uh, true presentation as a speaker. And they let people write feedback to, for each person's presentation and they send the feedback to the speaker. And I got mine and it kind of sent me spiraling a little bit. And I think that's something that anybody who does public speaking or even podcasts, anyone who's doing something that can get feedback and get reviews, I think we look really, really deeply into any negative comment. Our conversation was around how to navigate that feedback. And yeah, let's let's talk about it because my feelings are hurt. <laughs> and I, you know, I can to- I can totally dig it because I think it was it was it was earlier this year. That's funny because we were talking about that or, or earlier before we started recording too. Going, what are we going to talk about when we do a summary of the year? I'm like, I don't even really know what happened this year. And as I was thinking more throughout the year, I realized that I had a similar situation earlier this year, where I had gone to a networking event and I was one of the featured speakers, and there were actually three of us there that were slated to speak that day. And we had like five to seven minutes to speak. And uh, this is my first time at this event with this organization. And I had no idea that after each of us spoke, the entire room of 30, 35 people had the opportunity to grade our presentations. That sounds so, like bullying. <laughs> and, and it felt like bullying by the end of it because – Again, 30, 35 people there, they all fill out these forms and there were questions, there were ratings, and then there was a notes section where they could give, you know, specific feedback for each of us speakers. And at the end of the event, they gave us, each of us, each of the speakers, these scorecards. And, you know, when I walked out, I got out to the car, I probably had 20, 25 of these cards. And of course, I'm going through going, oh, that was going, oh, that was going. Now, why would they say that? Okay, well, hold on. Let me put that in this pile over here. Oh, that was a... 
Oh, why would they? And say the, that? this pile over here is the one you're gonna go back to. Ex yeah, and read every night before you go to sleep and just <laughs> ruminate on. Yeah, like those really good ones. Those yeah. accidentally ah. end up in like the recycling bin, and you yeah. never think about them again. Yeah, but that one little pile of like, eh, he was okay. Yeah, just like why was I just okay? Yeah, they go over here into what I call the Pink Floyd pile. Because mm -hmm. I turn on Pink Floyd and I I get all depressed and I read these these reinforcing depressing messages as I listen to the final cut, but it's it's so hard to go through and 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 focus on the positive, and and not necessarily ignore but just try to learn from and grow from some of the less positive. So I know you were struggling with that as well, but it, like I said, it was just an opportunity for me to relate. Yeah, I don't love public speaking. I really don't. I do it often and I'm getting more comfortable with it, but it's just never been something that I've liked to do. I feel like public speaking is really polarizing. There's some people who love it. Like you, you enjoy public speaking and you would, you want to actually be a full-time speaker. I, when I grow up, <laughs> I don't, um, I do them because I feel it's necessary for thought leadership and I want to grow in the space, but I haven't figured out what to do with my hands. I don't like, I, I don't feel comfortable up like up on stage, but I spoke at this event and I spoke on how to grow a financial practice through podcasting, which is something I have great experience and I did it for years and I continue to. And I got great feedback. And that's one of the things that when we talk about public speaking as a, like a avenue to thought leadership, one of the things that you we talk about is that you get that instant feedback. So you can see the reactions of people and you can hear what makes them clap, what makes them laugh, what makes them audibly just like groan. And so I was getting that feedback and everything was really positive. And then I finished my presentation there was not enough time for all of the questions people asked. I had people coming up to me telling me like, that was so great. Thank you for your presentation, asking me more questions. And people were saying really, really nice things. But then I get sent the survey responses from the people who attended. Like everyone has the opportunity to take a survey. And the room, it was a pretty big room and it was pretty full. I would say there was at least 50 something people in there. Wow. And at least, like it was probably more. And only two people filled out the survey. The ratings I got were really good. And one of the people who left like an actual like written uh, message uh, was very positive. But the other person, they weren't negative. They said like overall did great, but said something about me being really salesy. And despite all of the people who were saying great things and thanking me for the value and all of that, that's what stuck with me because people, they have a way of finding that one thing that you're really self-conscious about <laughs> and just like picking at it. And that's what I'm self-conscious about is I try so hard to not be salesy in these situations. Well, you even have consulting. And don't you have an ebook, I think, on how to convert, how to be, how to sell without being salesy? Or you have something um, like I that? I have. Don't you? It was a presentation that I did for Alex and Filippo's uh, Pod Pros, and it's on go. his website. There you and go. That was one that I thought I was terrible in, but he's like, I send that to everybody. And I'm like, 
oh uh, can we ever do an episode of Brandon and not mention Alex? I'm just what? probably not. We are president <laughs> and vice president of the Alex and Filippo fan club. <laughs> I mentioned that on in my presentation too, just uh, not even on purpose. It just comes out that my whole thing is that I do not like to be salesy, which yeah. as a business owner probably isn't even a good thing because I need to sell, sell. I need to bring in clients, but I try not to be salesy. And when I speak at conferences within the podcast industry, yeah. I feel comfortable. Well, at least more comfortable because I really don't have anything to sell and I'm just giving value. But when I speak at an event like this, where technically, yes, I have, I sell the service that I'm talking about. I feel like a vendor and I feel like I'm not only giving value. I am kind of giving a sales pitch, which I don't like, but I sat there looking at this comment, trying to like, just really looking back at everything that I said and trying to find where it was that it felt salesy. Mm -hmm. And it's been bothering me. Like I got that feedback yesterday, uh, maybe the day before, and it's been on my mind ever since. And if whoever wrote that is listening, please tell me what I said. Please, <laughs> please be specific. Um, <laughs> I know you weren't trying to hurt my feelings. I know that. But just, I really just want to know what it is that I said, because I've even looked back and um, I know I, I'm actually, I think I'm going to get the recording so I can watch it. At and I think that'd point, be good to share with our audience, right? And, and since no, that's kind of a follow-up. Nah. No, <laughs> said, no one else said, needs to see this. No, Nobody else no, needs to no. I guarantee they do. And I think that would be really interesting to put it out there. And and Sarah, that's that's why we're doing this episode in the first place, is we're talking about how we deal with our uh, with ourselves. By yeah. putting our brands out there, by putting our faces out there, by creating content, by doing things that establish us as thought leaders, as industry leaders, as the faces of our brands. And in mm -hmm. doing that, you know, you're you're sharing your story, which I appreciate. But we're also going above and beyond that by exposing ourselves. You know, yeah. we're, we're opening up our, our hearts and our minds to the feedback that we get. And it can be extremely daunting to do that. And you're demonstrating that right now by going, no, 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 nobody else needs to see my presentation. And I know I'm putting you on the spot here. We didn't even discuss <laughs> this part of it before we hit record. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think that's what's, I, I think that would be amazing to put that out there as a supplement to this episode. Once you get it and, you know, just have a callback to this episode and get feedback from our listeners and see just how salesy you were because yeah. I know that's a huge problem. Uh, I, I have a hard time being salesy as well. Yeah. Um, and I sat in on a, I, I'm in two big masterminds, one Alex Sanfilippo's mastermind. And then I'm Who? in another one, uh, some guy that does some podcast, something, Alex, <laughs> something or other. Uh, and then I'm Never in another, <laughs> I'm performing mastermind. These cats are, are, massive power players. I mean, deca millionaires multiple times over. Everybody at every level has a very similar problem. And I, I know that you're struggling with, with the perceptually negative feedback that you mm -hmm. got, but it's something that we all deal with. So how, how do we move forward from this and how do you grow from this? I hope you're not asking me because I don't know. <laughs> okay, good, it's, good. So it's maybe funny it's though because semi I, I don't know. Audience tell us there you go um it's funny because i remember being at the event and people in person coming up to me to thank me or tell me it was great and 
someone said specifically like it was like there was so much value there and i even said to them like basically just like word vomited at them um saying like thank you so much for saying that i am always so scared that i'm going to come off as salesy and that's not what i was trying to do and they're like oh no no i mean like obviously like you do this for a living but that came off in the value and i'm like oh my goodness you're the nicest person ever I'm like even thinking back to my presentation because if I knew what it was specifically that I said, like maybe I'll take it out next time or make sure to specify the ways you can do it yourself. You don't need me or something. But okay, I but even, let me jump in there. Why hmm. would you take it out? Why would you take it out? <sighs> because okay. I because we're I dealing don't with we're, we're dealing with how many comments? One. One. And now you're sitting here going through this. The part that of- kills me is well, it wasn't even a mean comment. Like this person wasn't trying to be mean. It was they were trying right. to be constructive. Right. But it made me spiral. And they even said, like, overall, though, great presentation. Right. And but I that's that's not what I read. I right. read the you are a salesperson, get off stage. This is so sleazy. Never <laughs> mentioned, but that's what I how I read it. But I was looking back, I'm like, what was the actual content? And I mean, you know me and you sat down we went through my presentation we cut it in half got rid of half of it and added yeah. more so it would be super actionable like i we we put the seven steps to take to launch a podcast like ex- explaining exactly how to do it i mean we, we killed the whole thing almost the whole thing two days yeah. before you left or a day before you like, yeah. because we're <laughs> like this is not enough value right and So at one point, I touched on lead generation and how lead generation is one of the keys to having a podcast grow your business. Right. So I'm like, I don't have time to really dig into this, but you can see A, an example, and B, like learn more about it if you download this ebook. And I specifically explained, I'm like, this is a lead magnet about lead magnets. If you download this, you are added to my mailing list and will receive four emails spaced two days apart each. That like that is what's going to happen. So I made it very clear. It wasn't one of those like, here's some free content. It's super free. Nothing happens. I'll never speak to you again. Like there was no like smoke and mirrors. I was just like, here's a lead magnet. If you want to get it, go ahead. Right. And so the. I, like I even told you, like the only thing I can think of that I said that sounded salesy was like one someone asked um, how to guest on podcasts, and I was like, well, there's options like like working with a coach like me who can book you on shows, or you can use a like a program like Podmatch. Shout out Alex and Filippo again. I'm sitting there going, um, is she gonna say it? Is she she's gonna, gonna say, say it? it. She, oh, she this said is, it. This episode is sponsored by Podmatch. We're making this happen, Alex. Um, (laughs) like, come on now, but like, I gave like a very low cost, nothing to do with me option. So like, I was trying to kind of balance it and not make it seem like you need me because you don't. And, oh, and then the acronym I made for the steps Uh to creating a podcast, it was a finance event. So I made it spell out capital because capital is another word for money. And then I made a lame joke of, so everyone take out your wallets, just kidding. Not that kind of capital. And I'm like, was that them thinking I actually meant like, okay, now pay me because I make bad jokes when I'm uncomfortable. And if you don't believe me, I also there's a there were video and photographers and stuff because they recorded the whole thing and they give us photos of us speaking. The guy comes up. Um, It wasn't even a stage. It was kind of like a classroom. So okay. I'm just standing in the front. I'm not on a stage. He comes up and he's like, 
what on what would be the stage with me and he's kneeling down like seven feet from me and I stop my presentation look at him and say that is not my angle please get up <laughs> like I didn't mean to say that out loud I blacked out a little bit but why I really why is it that we just focus so much on anything that is not fully positive yeah and and it's it stops us from doing a lot of things honestly yeah above and beyond just getting on a stage or evaluating our performance once we get off of a stage or we get out from a, a group of people or even more so you know because we talk about posting on social media all the time so many people hold back from putting themselves out there like you did at this conference like i do at a variety of conferences as well like we do on social media uh, because they're afraid of this one comment, this one comment that sets us back, that we're going to hyper-focus on, that's going to derail all of our other efforts. And it's so hard to just look at that comment and go, who cares? It's, it's not that you don't, you shouldn't not care. If it's just like mean and like, obviously this person is just like the angry woman on Yelp who is just going to yell at everybody. Yeah. But find the find something constructive in it and if there is actually saying something like i didn't like this piece of the presentation or i didn't like like okay like let's learn from that let's see like look back at it determine for yourself if it has merit and make make changes if necessary but instead we just take it so personally yeah, yeah. and i say we as in me i am we Oh no, you can say we because I do it. I, I just told you when we started. Yes. The, I do the same. I do the same thing. I have my Pink Floyd pile. Mm -hmm. Anytime I get any kind of uh, of grades or or feedback or anything along those lines, yeah. And it's it's super super easy to fall down that trap, but we can't do that. We we can't let ourselves get sucked up into this this sea of negativity. Yeah. We, Apparently, we have I have a medical reason for this. Come on now. So, I in the past like. Uh, I don't know, maybe like two years, I finally got my ADHD diagnosis. Okay. It's kind of that moment where everything in your life starts to make sense. Okay. Like all of these things since I was a child that I thought were just personality quirks were actually symptoms. But one of the symptoms um, of ADHD is called rejection hypersensitivity. Okay. So anytime you get anything that could be, feel like a rejection you take it so so personally you're hypersensitive to it interesting and so i'm like part of me is like okay cool it's not like my fault i my chemicals are all out of whack so that makes me feel a little bit better but also it doesn't because i'm still crying in the middle of the night because someone said they didn't love my shoes if <laughs> If anyone else understands this feeling, like, let me know I'm not alone because this is just like ridiculously annoying to live with. But it's like if you ask someone to hang out and they say, oh, I already have plans, but you can come if you want. That's like the meanest thing you can say to me. <laughs> Why? Look, I don't know. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD because, well, you know, there is a bit of a generation uh, mm -hmm. gap here. But. I go through everything that you're talking mm -hmm. about. Literally every emotion. I have the same. <laughs> Hold one. on. What? Do you not know you have ADHD? 
I've never, you do. I've never been diagnosed. Okay, never... well, you've Doctor Sarah is here to tell you that <laughs> Look, you have ADHD. I'm I, sorry I, I to break the news I don't to you. debate. I don't debate that I would be diagnosed with it by you, any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. I don't debate it at all. You, you but have it. I'm just um, telling you that I relate because you're yes. not alone. I have these same thing. If you go, yeah, you can still tag along if you want. If There's... you would just say like. Um, I already have plans, but we'd love you to join us like yeah. that simple change that makes it go from like, oh, it's so unfortunate. I've already made plans because I would love to see you. Oh, here's an idea. Just come. We Like you would add to this experience. That'd be so great if you showed. Versus yeah. like you can come if you want is like I hear that as we don't want you there. But if you want to force yourself upon our existence, we won't outwardly object to it. Yeah. Out loud. Yeah. Like that is what my brain hears. So I mean, I think the whole point of this, just know that th- these types oh, of. Oh, yeah, we had a point. Yeah, we had a point. You, you get this kind of feedback and it's very, very easy as someone that's trying to establish themselves, establish their business and build a brand. You're going to get this kind of feedback. And it's super, super destructive to dwell on these singular comments that come in. And, and and use that as the foundation of your success or the foundation of the impact that you're having. And it's just, it's not productive in any way, shape, fashion, or form. So uh, if you're faced with this, please, please don't, don't focus on all of the negativity, focus on all the positive things that's going on, focus on the impact that you're having, focus on the impact that your brand is having and continue to build and continue to grow. And relating specifically to that feedback that I got, if you own a business you can try to sell to people like you need sales to continue to feed your family and run your business. Don't be afraid to be salesy, but also make sure you're bringing value and your main takeaway isn't pay me for something. It's here's how you can do it. And let me know if you need help with it, I guess. But I'm so like, I, I don't know why I'm giving this advice as if I'm going to take it because I'm so afraid of being salesy, <laughs> but I have to remember like, okay, sales is a part of this. Sales is part of running a business. Yeah. So if you believe in what you're selling and you think that this is a product that can positively impact somebody's life, that takes the sleaze out of the selling, in my opinion, because you're not just selling something that's useless. That's like just going to sit on a shelf and take up space. You're selling something that can make their life better or make their life easier. So tell them about it and give them the opportunity to decide if they want what you have to offer because otherwise they're never going to know. So that's that's my the, the piece of advice that I'm going to hope someday I can take. There you go. Well, if you found some value in this episode, hey, do us a favor and tell And pay us for things. Yeah, pay us for things too <laughs> while you're at it. <laughs> no, but seriously, tell somebody about it. And while you're at it, do us a huge favor and smash that subscribe button so we can continue to bring you this insight that we both go through. We're right there with you every step of the way. So with that, I'm Larry Roberts. And I'm Sarah. Lucy, and we'll talk to you next week. Lucky Land. 
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.